Welcome into a special edition of Locked On Titans. I'm Jimmy Morris, joined as always by Terry Lambert. Terry, how's it going? Doing good. What's going on with you? Well, not too much other than the Titans have hired a head coach. Mike Vrabel uh, will be the next coach of your Tennessee Titans. Uh, so we're going to have some um, reaction to that. Uh, before we get into all that, just remind you that Terry and I write from ECMiracles.com, covering the Titans for SB Nation. So check that site out. Uh, we'll have a ton on this over the next days, weeks, um, as we get ready to head into the off season and all that stuff. So follow us there. Subscribe to the Titan. To, I mean, to the podcast, Locked On Titans, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. We're also on Spotify now, so you can listen to us there. So check that out. Um, a lot of cool stuff going on there. So uh, that's that's kind of where we're coming from. And again, the announcement uh, by the the Titans Twitter account this afternoon that the team has hired Mike Vrabel as their next head coach. Uh, Terry, I'll, I'll just a couple things I'll kick to you and let you kind of give your opinion first. But I will say I was a little bit surprised uh, at the the speed at which this happened because I I expected them to wait and at least try to talk to maybe a couple guys on the Eagles staff, a couple guys on the Patriots staff. Um, I, I wasn't really expecting it to come down this weekend. Um, but so give me your kind of your reaction to that and your reaction to Mike Vrabel as the as the head coach. Yeah, shocked at the timing for sure. I, I thought we were in for probably another week of, of interviews. Uh, so they only talked to three people. Uh, it sounds like they, they had their guy in mind. Uh, Vrabel was the first guy they talked to, and they went to Steve Wilkes to kind of satisfy the, the Rooney rule. Uh, and then they talked to Matt LaFleur, who we'll get into a little bit later. Uh, but it's clear to me that, that they wanted Vrabel. Uh, and un- unfortunately, that means Josh McDaniels will end up in Indianapolis. So uh, with Vrabel, it's it's interesting to see the reaction on Twitter, right? Because you've got some some people freaking out that the Titans hired a defensive guy, and apparently that means that you know they're just going to focus on the defense and score ten points a game. But uh, I'm sure he's outlined an offensive hire, uh, an offensive plan. I'm sure John Robinson knows the guys that they're going to go after. Uh, but, you know, one phrase stands out above the rest here, leader of men. Uh, we heard that from John Robinson in the presser last week, uh, and that's what Vrabel is if you listen to anybody who's been around him. So uh, you got a CEO type here. you got a strong defensive mind. you got everybody that knows him says he commands a room. So uh, a little bit different than, than Mike Malarkey in, in that aspect to me. Uh, but I, I don't know. I'm a little lukewarm, I guess. I, I guess I need to see the offensive coordinator hire before I can go all in. Yeah, and I mean that was the question that I said on Twitter. That, that's my – but before I, you know, weigh in on – not weigh in, but before I, like, make my mind up on this hire, I, I got to know who that is because that's the key in all of this. And like you said, uh, John Robinson's not dumb. Um, I, I guarantee you that it's not like Mike Vrabel walked in and wowed John Robinson, and you know by the time he left, Robinson was like, "Oh crap, I forgot to ask him about the offense." I mean, you know that that was you know the first question, or at least a, a big part of the first part of the interview. Who's your offensive coordinator going to be? What kind of system is he going to run? What does what do you think of Marcus Mariota? What does he think of Marcus Mariota? And what you know what 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 do you envision for him going forward? Um, I, I think those were all things that were asked of Mike Vrabel in the interview. 
Um, you know, and you said before we hopped on here that everybody in that building right now knows who the Titans' offensive coordinator is going to be, and I agree with that. I don't think that Mike Vrabel could have landed this job without selling John Robinson on who his offensive coordinator is going to be. Now, John Robinson talked about maximizing talent. That was the, the, the big theme almost of his press conference, you know, after it was announced that Mike Malarkey wouldn't be back. And so, I, I you know, I, I think we just need to have faith in John Robinson that um that that was a part of the equation and that it that it's going to be somebody that that we'll be excited about now i, I don't know initially because i mean okay so we can get into that they brought in matt lafleur for an interview now um he you know he interviewed for the head coaching job is there a thing where you know they talked to him and said look we're gonna hire mike vrabel um you know we're excited about him whatever would you be willing to come here and be the offensive coordinator now a couple things with that one that, that, that would be kind of a weird deal when, when he was coming in interview for the head coach head coaching position. So I don't, I don't know if that happened or not. Two, you know, you, you might ask yourself the question, well, he's the offensive coordinator for the Rams. Why would he want to come here? Well, he is Sean McVay's offensive coordinator. Sean McVay is designing the offense. Sean McVay is calling the plays. So as long as LaFleur works for McVay, he's, it's always going to be McVay's offense. McVay's always going to be the one that gets the credit. Um, he's never, LaFleur's never going to get the call plays. So that would be, I'm assuming, a, an enticing deal to be the guy that could coordinate the offense, call the plays, and all that stuff. And, you know, maybe this is a little bit too much of a leap at this point. We really don't know. But, you know, Vrabel is obviously a defensive guy. Um, it, you know, he may be willing to, to, to bring a guy in like LaFleur and say, look, the offense is your, you do what you want with it. Obviously, he'd still have say in it and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, kind of a head coach offense type deal. Would he be willing to bring it, bring LaFleur in and let him do that? I don't know. I, I don't have any idea. This is all speculation on our part at this point because there's no obvious connection between Vrabel and LaFleur, so I don't know if they have any type of relationship. Um, ha- have no idea who it, who it would be. Um, some people on Twitter have been suggesting that Vrabel could bring uh, Sean Ryan, who is currently the Texans QB coach. Uh, I-, I think I would hate that, and I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure if I should or not, but you, you would. it would be a really hard sell to get me excited about the guy that was the Texans QB coach. Now, you know, I think he's only been there for a couple of years. He did, you know, Deshaun Watson absolutely torched the league while he was healthy. But I have a hard time believing that Sean Ryan was the guy that Vrabel came in and sold John Robinson on. Yeah, and Ryan was the receivers coach in 2016, got moved over to quarterbacks coach in 2017. So he's only worked with Deshaun Watson, who, who was spectacular. Uh, so, but you know, we we don't know a lot about that guy. Uh, back to Lafleur, it, it could be like you were saying, the head coach of the offense or something like that. I I just kind of have an idea in my head. You know, you, you interview Vrabel first, and you you bring Lafleur in next, or, or second after that. Maybe it's something where Amy and John Robinson wanted to talk to Lafleur about the offense. Maybe maybe Vrabel pitched him as a potential candidate. I, I don't know. Uh, but that that's where the connection is. Like like you said, there's no connection uh, to them in the coaching tree world. Uh, we just know they're both interviewed for the head coaching job. So uh, outside of that, some names. Who are some names that we're watching? I've got Jim Bob Cooter. Uh, we've got Morton from the Jets, and who else? Sean Ryan. You've well, already mentioned. 
Well, and I mean, DeFilippo, we, again, DeFilippo, we don't know yeah. if, there's, if there's any kind of tie there, but he's just the quarterback's coach in Philadelphia. So it would obviously be a promotion for him. Um, and, and again, I, I don't have any idea if there's any connection there or anything like that. But, I mean, he's a guy that would, that would be on a short list of, you know, of, of guys that could potentially be in play. Yeah, so I, you, what you can't do is you can't go hire Terry Rubisky. Uh, I remember when Rubisky got hired, that was so just out of left field. That that whole coaching search was such a sham. Uh, and then to hire Terry Rubisky and hand him Marcus Mariota, one of the most exciting young quarterbacks in the league, that was just, it was a kick in the gut. Uh, so I'm sure, I'm sure John Robinson has gotten an outline detailed plan from Vrabel. I'm sure Robinson is all for it. I'm sure Amy's all with it. So uh, I would expect that in the, in the coming days. And, and maybe announcing here gives the Titans access to some assistants uh, that maybe they couldn't have had that are still, you know, because of guys that are going to be hired that are still coaching today. So you've got New York hiring Pat Shermer, who's still coaching, and you've got Indy hiring Josh McDaniel. So maybe that unlocks some more assistants. Well, yeah, and a lot of those conversations take place at the Senior Bowl, right? I mean, everybody's yep. down there, um, and and so this gives Vrabel th- that week to be there and, and to talk to guys or be there and just you know evaluate. Um, so I mean, I, I think there is some value in that, um, you know, because I, I was just reading something that Kaharski wrote earlier about how he is uh, surprised by the speed of the hire, not by the hire itself. Um, and, and he's been real big. And, I mean, I, I don't think this is the worst idea in the world on bringing guys in and just, like, you bring in a Filippo and you say, okay, what would you do with the Titans offense? And you listen to him and you take notes and then you can, like, you see if you want to incorporate some of that stuff in your offense. You do the same thing with the Josh Daniels, you know, whatever it may be. And, and I, don't, I don't think that's the worst thing in the world. But, you know, if, if, if this is their guy and they're ready to go, then, you know, by all means, go do it. I, I mean, I, I don't have a problem with them. You know, I, I, there's no reason to bring in three more guys, uh, you know, wasting your time and their time, quite honestly, uh, if, if you're not going to hire them. So, yeah, I mean, that, that, that's the thing with me. I mean, I, I'm not – this. I, I would have been more excited, I think, if it would have been an offensive guy that they hired just because I feel like sitting here right now we would have some idea of what the offense was going to be like. Um, and, and so, I mean, I think that would be that would be more exciting. But I don't know that it really makes that big of a difference. Like you said, it's not like they're going to try to, you know, win games ten to three. Um, you know, John Robinson knows enough to know that that's not. You, know, you got a quarterback, quarterback like Marcus Mariota. That's a, that's a dumb thing to do. Um, you know, this this staff didn't didn't really understand that. But the next one will, like you said with Terry Rubisky. I mean, I just remember like when when it was announced that he was hired. I didn't really know who he was. And then um, went and like you know Wikipedia or whatever, and, and you know like the last time he was a coordinator, he was like Marcus Allen's coordinator with the Raiders or something. You know, Bo I mean, Jackson. Just the most Bo Jackson. That's right. Nineteen eighty nine, something like that. Ridiculous thing, you know, <laughs> like you know. So yeah, it's not going to be something like that. It, it's going to be a guy that, that is going to be. Uh, I, I wouldn't imagine would be a retread. Um, it would be a, it would be a guy that that has been coordinating and was, is going to come in here with something besides a bunch of condensed formations. So we can be excited about that, you know. And and I mean his his defensive coordinator uh, that'll be an interesting hire too. Um, you know they ran. We were talking about this earlier. I mean they ran mainly three four. Uh, the Texans did so. You would assume that they would they would st- stick with that, and that's you know what the Titans personnel has been built over the last few years to run. Um, 
but you know, and I don't have any idea. I mean, there's, I don't even know who is on the staff with him in Houston. Um, I mean, that seems like the most likely place that he would, that he would pull that from. Um, I mean, and I, I mean, I guess Dick LeBeau staying is not, is not completely out of the question, but a guy like Vrabel being a head coach for the first time, you know, with LeBeau and, and that, you know, just his status and everything, I wouldn't be surprised if Vrabel kind of wants to go in a different direction. Yeah, they run the same same base formation, um, three four. So nothing's going to change personnel wise. You, you know, you're not going to see like, like we kind of discussed talking about some some free agency and some draft needs. You're not going to see uh, suddenly them need to go get a, a hand in the dirt pass rusher. You're still going to be drafting these outside linebackers to to rush off the edge. So uh, that's good because that's what this this roster's been built to do. Uh, and this, you know, I. I don't know. I, I guess I'll take the opposite stance there. Dick LeBeau is 80-something years old. I, I guess he's an asset to me uh, because he's not really a guy that, that wants attention. You know, he, He's not really a guy that, that's going to be coming for your job. He, he just comes to work and, and does his job every day. Uh, someone reported that, that he put in 16 hours the day after the Titans lost to the Patriots, and he was in the film room. So uh, that, that kind of speaks to the kind of person, the kind of coach he is. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me to see him stick around, but like you said, there's probably a guy in Houston that he's going to consider, uh, a guy that worked under him, a uh, linebacker's coach, a secondary coach, someone like that. It, it's too early to really say. Uh, but, you know, at the same time, it's going to be his defense. He's going to have his handprints all over it. Uh, and like we said, it, it's 3-4 defense. They're really multiple. Uh, they've got some big pieces down there that they were missing. So if you're – Going to ESPN right now, looking at stats and seeing how bad this defense was. You know, keep in mind they were missing JJ Watt. Uh, you know, Clowney w- was banged up from time to time. So uh, that's that was a defense that really took some hits, some some injuries. Uh, but they've been pretty good uh, the, the past five years. Uh, so uh, from from a defensive standpoint, it, it's it's fantastic. You know, we get caught up in, in, in talking about offense but you know at the same time def- defense wins championships you got to be able to stop people so uh, I'm excited about that aspect for sure yeah that's the thing I mean I, I reached out to a couple of Texans people uh, when the when it was initially you know announced that they was going to be interviewing and you know it kind of said look I mean it, it's hard to judge him based off of this one year just because like you said I mean they lost JJ Watt when he merciless in the same game um, and that was pretty early on in the season and so I was reading through something I think it was on prideofdetroit.com which is the SB Nation site for the Lions they had they had done a an interview with somebody probably from the uh, Texans SB Nation site and you know asking like kind of Vrabel's I guess defensive philosophy and like you know wh- where the struggles were had been this year and it said something along the lines of basically like on, on third downs you know they, they asked like what's, what's his approach on third downs and he said like well like, they like to get after the after the quarterback and you know bring pressure and stuff and you know he still he was still trying to do that this year but their secondary was so bad that you know they even when they got pressure they would still give up big plays because the guys couldn't cover so I mean I you know again being a head coach and being the defensive coordinator are two really different things um and so you know odds are he won't be running the defense next year so um we'll keep an eye on that um 
I mean, I've been reading through the Texans coaching staff, and there's not a really a name that drops that jumps out at me on the defense side of the ball. But that's not that, that's not really anything that's surprising. Um, you, you hear less about you know the 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 position coaches on defense than you do uh, offensive guys. So yeah, we'll keep an eye on that. And like I said, I mean, I don't I don't think Dick LeBeau is is out of the realm of possibilities. Um, it'll be interesting to see. And yeah, they said you know after even after they announced that Malarkey was gone, uh, you know the the assistant coaches were still under contract. A lot of them had left because Malarkey had given them the week off or whatever. Um, but yeah, LeBeau was, was still in the building. So I mean, <laughs> says says a little something about him, and he just he, he wants to coach. So that, that's awesome. But anyway, so obviously we will, um, you know, just just follow this along as it goes. And uh, there's the Titans supposed to have a press conference on Monday, and I don't know that we'll get an uh, an announcement on an offensive coordinator before then or then or you know if it'll be a little bit down the road. And again, it depends on who it is. If it's somebody that's on the Eagles staff, I mean, if it's a DeFilippo, which I mean, I, again, I have no idea. But you know, if they win tomorrow, or if they win Sunday, we're actually recording this Saturday night. If they win Sunday, then you wouldn't be able to bring him in until after the Super Bowl. So um, all those things will be in play, but we'll keep you up to date on all of that stuff as it comes. So, Terry, anything else before we hop off tonight? No, it's it's just really hard to trace potential assistance because uh, I mean, the dude was playing football in the NFL eight years ago. Uh, so he he hasn't been doing this long. Yeah, he, he took a job with Ohio State defensive line linebackers, and, and then he ended up with Houston. So it's really a shot in the dark on our end. It's all speculation. Uh, but you know, like you said, we need the Eagles to lose, and, and we'll we'll kind of see where we're at offensive coordinator wise. Yeah, and again, you know, the John Robinson, one of the guys, was going to come in and be a leader. Uh, and by all accounts, that's variable. Um, and he's going to bring energy to this franchise, something that this franchise needs. Um, and so I'm excited. Yeah, there's a lot of unknowns. He said he hadn't been coaching for very long, but um, we'll kind of we'll kind of see it play out. And again, you know, I, like you said, I don't know. I'm not sure how excited I am about it just yet. Um, but I'm, I'm absolutely more excited about it than I was Mike Malarkey. Oh yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we got that going for us. Uh, just cause he, he's a, he's, it's a clean slate, you know, it's a, it's a new guy and you don't, there's so many unknowns, but that, that's fun in this scenario. So anyway, like I said, we'll, we'll keep you up to date on all of that. Uh, we'll, Terry said he's going to reach out to the, the guys that, that do locked on Texans. Uh, we'll try to get them on next week, um, and, and get some of their thoughts on Vrabel, um, and you know what they think he'll bring to this franchise. But Hey, it's exciting. It's, it's it's the start of the new era of Titans football, and we know that there's a lot there to work with. I mean, obviously coming off of a, of a, of a season where they made the playoffs, won a playoff game. Um, so there, there's there's a base there for success, and they've, they've got a foundation. So hopefully Variable's the guy that can come in and get it over the top. So um, anyway, like I said, stay with us. Uh, check out MuseumMiracles.com. We'll have a lot more on this as the days go along, and then we'll be back early in the week. Uh, not sure what day exactly yet. We'll just kind of play it by ear as news breaks. But we did want to go ahead and, and kind of jump on tonight, get, get the initial reaction to the hire, um, and then kind of go from there. So like I said at the beginning, check out the site. Uh, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Jay Morris MCM. Terry is at T Lambert FB. Uh, subscribe to the podcast Locked on Titans on iTunes, and then you can listen on Spotify now as well. So for Terry, this is Jimmy saying thanks for listening to Locked on Titans, and we will talk to you later this week.